What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Never miss an episode of Scratched. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get new episodes as they become available. Hey everybody, it's Rick from Scratched, and welcome to episode 114. We had one of those nights where anything that could go wrong, well, it did go wrong. Anything from missing audio, mic failures, even video problems showed up and cursed us for this one. We did manage to capture a lengthy discussion around the equipment that we use, and although this might be a bit technical for some, hopefully for others, they can get some use out of this as well. While you're listening, head on over to Scratch.net, where you will find everything we have to offer under that umbrella, including past episodes, articles, etc. You can also contact us and follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you on any of those platforms. So, well, before anything else goes wrong, let's dive into episode 114, The Audio Files Nirvana. Scratched. Okay, so I use a program, after talking to Ryan a little bit, uh, it's, it's um, Magic's... Uh, M-A-G-I-X Music Maker um, it, It's an interesting program But it, it reminds me a lot of Pro Tools um, There's a lot to learn with it um, But I, I guess the cool thing about Both Audacity which is free And Magix which is not um, Is you can use what are called plugins um, VST Victor Sam Tom I don't know what that really stands for Neela do you know? Or is it just that's what they call it? It's very um, as far as I remember, it was there were two types originally of plug, or there were a few types, but um, they were proprietary and then I think open source. I could be wrong, but the VSTs there are two different types of um, uh, I don't know if it's codecs or file file types for plugins. So there was RTAS, which was Pro Tools, um, and then there was the VST which was used by Cakewalk and all the other guys. Mm-hmm. So you could typically, back in the day, use the VSTs and cross-use them, you know. Mm-hmm. But RTAS was just for Pro Tools. Oh, okay. okay. VST is Virtual Studio Technology. Well, there you go. Perfect. And it is. it comes in two forms. There's VSTs, which are effects plugins, like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And there are VSTIs, which are instruments. Oh. So you can get like a... A, a virtual saxophone or a virtual guitar, oh. so which is well. all the music I make. Most of the music, if I'm not playing my own guitar or something, is all VSTI instruments. Cool. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know that. So yeah. anyway, um, the plugins then, as, as as you know, everybody explained, literally tie into your system, and you can do all kinds of cool stuff with it. Um, I have one that'll take my voice way down deep. And and then I can modulate that, and I can have all kinds of fun with it. Um, you know, there, for for as many programs as there are out there, you can find fifty billion plugins that fit, and most are free. Some I've I've found some just for one plugin. You're looking at one hundred eighty five bucks, and although it seems really cool, there's no way to justify that for me. So, right. um, 
but yeah, whether you use Audacity or not, um, you know, yeah, the, you can find a plugin that'll fit for you and, and do what you want to do. Um, but Ryan, uh, you're actually new to the XLR game, sort of, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I started out when we started the podcast, and what I had been using for quite some time with our YouTube stuff was a USB mic, like what Eloy's using, much lower quality, but still a USB mic, same thing, condenser mic. And that was the CAD U37, and we got away from that because I wanted to, you know, up my game here. So um, the Focusrite that Rick got that came with that audio interface, it also came with the microphone, uh, which he sent to me to use. And it's I'm going to let him tell you what it was because I forgot already. Yeah, it's a uh, CM25 Mark II. Right. Okay, and it sounds much, much better. Um, I had to do a lot of jacking up of different things in uh, the EQ, and you know it had to be compressed and everything. Uh, with the the CAD mic, um, that doesn't seem to be the case so much with this. It kind of really picks up the low end a lot better than what the USB mic did. Uh, other than that, Rick said he's running the um, uh, Focusrite audio interface. I'm running uh, the same thing, but a different brand. It's called a Behringer which some of you might know from different audio things, and they make some guitars and stuff. But uh, basically, same thing, XLR cable in, USB, like the almost like it's like the printer USB cable, right? Mm-hmm. That plugs into your printer mm-hmm. um, in there. And then um, typically, I have been recording the first 8, 9, 10 episodes that we've done in this podcast with a program Rick turned me on to at the beginning, which we're, I think we're all getting away from now, yeah. called Voice Meter Banana, which served, you know, it served its purpose up to now. Yeah. Um, and, but we're all getting away from that. Thus the XLR mics and <laughs> the audio interfaces. But um, so now I'm using Audacity as we speak because of tweaking those things. And uh, as Rick mentioned, Magix is what I use to always, I've been using for the past 10 years probably to edit any audio that I do. And uh, basically, the only thing I ever have to really mess with vocal-wise in there is compressor, which you guys can all attest to. That's mm-hmm. always almost always a must. Mm-hmm. And EQ, and that's really about it. You know, got my voice in particular, I usually have to drop the mids down a little bit because I'm not as... My voice isn't as deep. I'm I'm a girly man. No, but, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually have to up the the low and then drop the mid. But other than that, it's, it's, setups are similar all the way around, and there's so many options. So many options. Yeah. Eli actually was the first of us to have an audio interface, and he's had it for ages, right? Forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> the problem was when we started testing out the podcast, it, we, we we never knew how to get that audio through while we were doing the show. And, man, just out of the blue, he's like, okay, well, I, I went down to Sam Ash and <laughs> dropped some cash, and I went, uh-oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how much, you know, these things run, and they're not cheap. Not, not by a Damn. long shot, you know. Um, but you got a hell of a deal. It was a steal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a steal. You should really. 79 bucks? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? It, I think it was like. Eight, I know I'm the one that paid for it, but. Yeah. I don't it was don't 80, remember the price. 89. You got the case. You got the shock mount. You got the whole nine yards. So. Oh, yeah. For those that aren't familiar with it, um, and unfortunately, you, the audio folks won't be able to see this other than through 
you know, audio description. A shock mount basically keeps you from making noise. It absorbs like a shock absorber, and you can get all kinds of different shock mounts depending on the mic you have. Um, I think Ryan and I are using the absolute cheapest ones on the market, and I think they're they're incredibly good. You know, what'd you pay for yours? I can't imagine that this shock mount and this arm cost more than probably twenty bucks total to, between the two. Yeah, total. I I don't think yeah. I spent that much either. Um, and yeah. oddly enough, I got I, I pulled another mic out. Um, I, I, I was, the one thing I will caution folks on is if you do go XLR happy, you're you're going to become hopefully more in control than myself. Um, I've become sort of a microphone slut. And uh, I, matter of fact, just to illustrate that point, um, we <laughs> we were having a conversation offline one time, and uh, Eloy has always mentioned, you know, the the sure, I think it's the the fifty eight that's the most one used on on stage and stuff, or is the fifty seven? No, it's the SM fifty. Well, the one that I've usually used since we were kids um, was a SM fifty seven, okay. which is the one that looks like a like a stick, like a pencil. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, the 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 viewing audience is is getting a picture of that now. Um, the fifty eight is the one I'm more familiar with, at least in terms of body style, and, and that's the one with the big bulb on the top. Um, and right, um, you know that in and of itself are the ones that are most primarily used. You know, in, in all of my research, um, but uh, Eli <laughs> turned me on. Which one is it? The SMB? What is it? Is it the SM7B, right? Yeah, I think it's a 7, or, 7B. Yeah. Um, that mic is gorgeous. Just, I'm just saying. I want to get naked and rub on that mic. And, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. Joe Rogan, in, in Joe Rogan Experience, uses that for not only his own mic, but everybody else's too. And we were having a chat offline one day, and I sort of threw this fantasy wish up. I said, okay, I'm going to get everybody... Audio interfaces, the focus right. I'm going to get everybody seven Bs, and, and we're going to have the most amazing sound ever. And then reality set in, and I went, "Oh God, that's like almost two grand." So <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, sure's the top of the line, right, Eli? I mean, it, is there? Well, they're 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 the the work the work the the go to workhorse. I'm going to say workhorse. <laughs> uh, they're the work whore of the <clears throat> um they're the ones that that every studio has a couple if not more of the sure but you know obviously there's like german made uh microphones that are outrageous and and stuff but yeah they're the go-to mics you're speaking of the Neum- like, neumann is that how you say it yeah the neumanns yeah. Um, there's another brand called Rode. Oh, <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are good, but oh my god, Ka-ching. Hmm. There's a new, there's a new brand. Well, it's not new anymore. It's been out like 20 years, but for me, it, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's new. Like I remember when it first came out, so I was like, oh, th- these are the new guys, um, and it's called Blue. Mm. Oh, the Blue series of microphones. Yeah, <laughs> really? Um, those are pretty. <laughs> yeah they've been around that long i think so yeah 20 years wow okay because i had a... or maybe it could it it could be 15 years i started with the blue right and the yeti yeah which one yeti oh that's yeah. right yeti. okay so that that believe it or not see i didn't know they were blue i thought yeti was just yeti um believe it or not that's a badass freaking 
microphone company. Oh. Just so that you, just so that you know, I don't doubt that for a minute. Like that's yeah, like like they they are badass. I will. I mean, they're badass. I will say this: that my Blue Yeti did not take a static, static discharge very well, which is how. <laughs> I mean, I, probably none of them will really, but that's how I ended up with the XLR. But um, yeah, no, I loved my Blue, my my Yeti. Um, the the problem I had with the Yeti, uh, you know, aside from its massive size, right, because it's freaking humongous. Um, but the main problem I had with the Blue was when they manufactured that thing, they didn't manufacture the the, the 5.8s hole at the bottom properly. It's like a 32nd or 16th off. So the shock mounts you buy or, you know, the every microphone you mount that you get has either a 3.8s or a 5.8s adapter in it. Um, none of those would fit because the hole was too big. So I'd go to put this thing over my head, which is where I thought it sounded the best, and it was out of my way, and the damn thing would fall. And, you know, you don't want this, you know, two-and-a-half-pound behemoth <laughs> dropping on your head in the middle of a broadcast, you know, or a recording or whatever. So but I was thinking already of, of changing mics, and then when I blew that one up, I thought, well, that made my decision pretty quickly for me, you know. And that was <laughs> ozone, yay. So... <laughs> <laughs> how much how much do those go for when the i got mine for 129 you can get um different colored ones uh, like a, a cobalt i think is another one they call it or something like black ice maybe i'm not sure um those are like 149 and upwards it's like everything else you can get a pro version you know they throw three letters on it and suddenly it's worth you know 30 percent more magic you know um but uh, then Blue also makes the Snowball, which is widely used in, in the podcast world because, A, it's cheap, and, B, it sounds pretty good. You know, I think Alan, yeah. when he did with us, he has a Snowball. Um, but I have to tell you, now that I'm on XLR, I will never do a, a USB mic again, even though... Yeah, but Blue but Blue does have XLR mics. Mm-hmm. They have um, the Spark, which I think is it's the orange one. It's like an orange condenser. I mean, they have, apart from USB... I have. But you guys knew that, right? I have seen only on their websites, um, the 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 Blue Spark, and I have never heard anything in terms of its use or anything like that. Um, I'm trying desperately to find an image now to throw up, but um, they, yeah, okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Now that I found it, it it's it looks like a lollipop, right? Yeah, uh, two hundred ninety nine dollars, and it is XLR. Um, the image is coming up now for the uh, home viewers here. It's a gorgeous looking mic, considering you know there's nothing really around the the. Uh, um, oh crap! I can never remember what's inside. Eloy, help me. The capsule. Thank you. The, the capsule's not encapsulated. Like with my microphone, if I took the the fuzzy thing off, um, you would just see webbing around the outside of it, and if you held it up to the light, you could see the capsule. But it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This thing's on the outside, you know, which I find really interesting. You know. And which one is this? That's the blue spark. Is that the one I'm looking at right now that's $4,000? No. 
Well, I mean, maybe the one I'm looking, the one I posted up just now, or posted, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, the one I transitioned to was 299. Um, I don't. I don't know that I ever saw. They one. have higher end. They have higher end stuff that can go up more expensive. But I don't know um, if uh, in the thousands like that. But it's absolutely possible. Hmm. Um, the one I was looking at here, in case anybody listening is curious, uh, you guys have mentioned Neumann. Um, they have a Neumann U sixty seven, and this microphone used. Now, I don't know where this is being sold from. It looks like it's being sold from directly from their site. $16,000. I don't doubt that for a minute. I don't doubt that for No, no, that's those are the those are the ones. Mm-hmm. Those are the 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 studio that's those are the ones that have have been, you know, tested and retested in every rock song that you could possibly imagine um throughout history. Yeah. Those microphones. The, so it's, it's those a, are it is a multi-pattern tube condenser mic. Tube condenser. Now that's it has new. a tube nice. built into it. That's literally new. like a TV. It almost looks like a TV tube. Hmm. Well, my, microphones. Um, it's just like like all sorts of equipment. There's preamplification that uses before stuff used tubes like in TVs mm-hmm. and. Um, they give you, they give off a certain warm sound, so that's very desirable, like right out of the box. So those are pretty expensive, and now they're they're still used. Yeah, and you can use them in preamps. There's preamps with tubes, mm-hmm. all sorts of um, guitar amplifiers with tubes, and the sound is is beautiful, lush. Okay, the reason this microphone is sixteen thousand dollars, it is a vintage mic. And you should see the pins on this thing. I will have to put that in the show notes so people can refer to it. But you know how these XLR microphones we're using have the three pin? Right. This looks like it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pins. Wow. Seven. So, yeah, it's a it's a pretty beefy looking get up here. The audio interface is ancient, but it's it's pretty neat. Hmm. It's called the, the U sixty seven. Is it rectangular? Um, the the top is the cage is the mm-hmm. mesh, mm-hmm. but the microphone itself is round. So what we used to do back in the day, um, we used to go to my friend's warehouse and down here in Bird Road, um, and we had our like drum set up and and all that, and we'd hang suspend that. PZM or PM, I think it's PZM uh, microphone from the ceiling, and it would capture the whole band. It it sounds live, but it was very, 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 very clear. The sound was, and they were flat like a square pancake. These microphones that you could sit it like flat on the ground, um, or on something, but you would suspend it, and it would capture, dude. Amazing. I don't know if you could find it. Yeah, I think I just, well, I, n- not a PZM per se, unless that's, I, I was thinking when you were saying that, that the PZM might be the the manufacturer, not necessarily what I th- think is actually the style, perhaps. Um, but anyway, I found an Audio-Technica ATR4697, and it's exactly as you described, as flat as a pancake. Um, based on what I'm seeing, and I'm showing this on the screen, um, 
it it does it it does look like it's fairly small too considering um but uh yeah it almost looks like a coaster with a cord hanging out of it you know what i mean yeah that's exactly it and but does it what's what does the stats say on it and stuff um it is a condenser and i suppose now's as good a time as any to to say this a condenser mic will require phantom power meaning some sort of power source that's delivering electricity to the microphone a dynamic mic will not require phantom power so you can just plug it right in your XR, xlr cable and go um but that said it's uh 50 hertz to well 50 to 15000 hertz which is exactly what my um at2020 is um uh looks like a 1000 ohm and it it says it's omnidirectional so that would explain why it was able to pick up everything in terms of, you know, the one mic hanging from the ceiling, so to speak. Uh, but it is a 3.5 millimeter or a quarter inch jack. Okay, if the one that you're talking about is a condenser, that's not what we use. Okay. I mean, I think it's in the family of, but I'm going to link to you guys so you can see it. At least this is what it looked like. And actually, it's exactly it. Um, let me Let me share it with you guys. And it's expensive as heck. <laughs> yeah, I just re- I just realized. what I was looking at is like twenty six bucks. So <laughs> mm-hmm. clearly, we weren't talking about at least the same model anyway. Okay, this one, dude. This one costs three hundred and ninety nine bucks. Oh man. Uh yeah, it's a boundary, so it's like un. So this is exactly what we had. Hmm. I didn't know it was that expensive though. There's cheaper ones. That's cool. I guess there is many wow. microphones. They use these, they ahead, use these to mic. They use these to mic orchestras. That would make sense, right? Wow. I mean, orchestras are huge, especially a real professional yeah. one. Good yeah. lord, the Boston Philharmonic is. Gosh, you could you could fill a baseball field or an outfield anyway. You know, they're huge, huge. Well, we we had one for for recording a a uh, teenage rock band. That was always fighting on of you know who's going to be singer, guitarist, and whatnot. <laughs> so we captured a lot of beautiful moments <laughs> of you uh, of unity. I, I hope that microphone's not sitting on your belly. It oh, is. Oh man! Oh, well, there went the weekend. <laughs> no, it's got the shock mount on it yeah, though. I know. Okay. What? What are you thinking? You can say it. What? You cut out. That it's sitting on my belly. Oh, when when your microphone huh? sits on your belly, you have a tendency to get far yeah. away and real close and far away and real close and far away and really Oh, close. I see. Yeah. The shock mount helps a little bit, but it doesn't stop everything. Like right now, I'm sure that came through the audio. Right. You know. Mm. A shock mount's going to stop little movements, but it's not going to stop everything, you know. Um I'm sorry. Well, I had to lean back though because my eyes were were starting to the way I was sitting, mm-hmm. and like when I lean back, I I, I have received some re- relaxation to my eye, like <laughs> I guess the distance in the back. So I had to do it in order to continue because I was like getting a little bit visually dizzy. Mm-hmm. But you have a stand, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. But what do you, I have a stand with me now? But I can't place it. Like, no, no, um, no, 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 no! Don't do that. Uh, what I'm saying is the big long stand with the long arm, right? Yeah, but it's it's totally the way I'm facing. It's so well. There's a reason I'm asking. Uncomfortable. That. I Ryan and I both. You have the kneeer arm, 
right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I I hate it. I liked it at first because it was new and 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 you know I, I changed desks around recently and, and got one with a little bit more room for me to work in, a little bit more room, or a little bit more space for me to do my thing. The problem in doing that is now I've got this what has become this short extension arm and I've been trying to figure out a way to make it work and I'm tired of making it work. So my idea was to do what, like what you have and get the, the floor stand with the long extension boom arm, but I don't know enough about them to make the proper purchase for what I want to do. And I was going to talk to you about that because I know they make them that'll sit on your desk, but then that eliminates, you know, then I have to move and slide the thing around and do whatever. The um, thing about that, though, is you you like to move your mic around, right? Mm-hmm. That might become an issue with, a, with well, that's one of those what, arm yeah. mics because I know we use them uh, at church, and they, they're fixed. Like, you, they have a set screw. You fix them, and they stay. Oh. So if you want to move it, you have to unscrew it and slide it. Oh, man. And adjust it. No, what we need, or at least what I need, would be an articulating um, type of you know stand uh so that you could ex- actually do that but the, the 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 issue the ideal thing would be to have a condenser like the B7 and that way it cancels out any type of noise and you just basically can move it around however you feel like like uh Joe Joe Rogan does yeah know? they don't have those mics are not in a shock mount I noticed, mm-hmm. and I, because he's he's like me, he bounces that thing around all the time, you know. I have to have something to fidget with. It's just just who I am, you know. The ADD runs strong with this one, and uh, <laughs> I, I I was hoping that that may be the solution, but clearly it's not going to be. Um, but I noticed he's bouncing that thing around like I do, and and I don't hear it at all, you know. Right. His guests keep it nice and perfect, and they're like rigid and they don't move. But he's all over the map with that thing. You know, he's back, he's forward, he's left, he's right, he's up, he's down. Um, but there's also a thing to be said about letting, okay, so you want a certain amount of control so that things don't get, so that like right now me getting close, like you were saying originally, mm -hmm. um, I just realized that I I was getting like way close. Um, you're, you're right. It's better to have it positioned where, but anyways, that shoots my whole theory that I was about to explain out the water. <laughs> well, and I wasn't pointing it out to harp on you. I used it as a, as a transition to where I was going. Um, it just Okay, continue, because I just realized I started creeping yeah, closer yeah. and closer and closer to the mic. You're totally yeah. right. Look, I do it too. Right, I do it too. I mean, there are times when I'm right on that sucker. I'm just loving on that thing, you know. Um, now, see that, that shirt? He uses the Shure SM7B or SMB7, right? Or whatever it's called. 7B, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I noticed... I'm sure this has to do with his producer, whatever, mixing on the fly while he's doing this. Um, when he moves away and moves closer, there's no change in the volume of his voice, like say what mine probably sounds like right now. Yeah, you're, I'm getting, I'm getting space. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But when he, if you notice when he's talking, <laughs> and he's not happy yeah. about it, like your, but, your live but, experience right, no, is a fine. demonstration. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, as long as it's uh, demo. <laughs> right. Um, but you notice when he moves away. It's there's no Constant. fluctuation in volume. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I'm sure part of that's his producer, but or his mixer know. or whatever. I don't think it is because I, I mean I don't. It's hard to say. No, it, and, and let me tell you why it's not. Um, when you look at a when you look at the pattern on some of these microphones we buy, like for example, Eli was Eli mentioned earlier the cardioid pattern, 
take your heart shape with your hands and imagine where the the butt part of the heart is that's where the microphone sits like that's mm-hmm. that's the de- the point on the heart is the dead center uh of where the mic is and it picks up a pattern all the way around there in that kind of shape okay okay a dynamic mic is f- highly focused instead of being a you know a, a roundish pattern it's more of a cone okay so if it's picking up anything inside that cone yeah i mean if you're 15 feet away perhaps you'll hear it a little sure. differently but you know the, the three or four inches that we're talking about in terms of movement i think because of the dynamic structure of that microphone he can do what he's doing and not have any kind of you know spacing effect right. and eli correct me if i'm wrong because you you are the consummate professional with this stuff we're we're just spitballing um you think that holds water at all or am i my smoke blowing smoke again i think that that's pretty much it though like what you said um because i mean when we were in the studio uh about a few years ago and we were at sae studios we were recording like three songs and um i was doing vocals live playing my guitar with the drums and the bass in the same room and the mic that they busted out was the sm57 because it cancels out i mean you could hear it through the mic i have the recording like individual tracks in there in one of the hard drives but um you could even still hear obviously the loud drums and this and that but you could actually draw uh from that live setting my vocals enough to edit them out edit out the rest for the most part um so they so so they do cancel out a lot of pretty much everything and you 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 talk into it and that's what it captures anything else is kind of canceled out so they're, they're good for that purpose Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.